Occasionally, I get to worship at the altar of Blackjack, and with me <laughs> is Alex Simmons. He, the Inkpot Award-winning comic and prose author, creator of said pulp legend Blackjack. That's Aaron Blackjack Day, teacher of screenwriting and all-around legend. And he and I today are going to have a special guest star. Oh, goodness. The one, the only, creator of Kids Comic Con, Alex Simmons. <laughs> yes, can we just say hello to our guest star today? Hello, Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con. How did folks? So, uh, we usually do some other stuff, but today... On uh, Tell the Damn Story, we're going to have guest star Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con, talk to about, uh, actually tell us the damn story of how he took his long-running, this is the 14th year, that Kids Comic Con has been a convention where kids, it would be safe for kids to come and enjoy comic books and storytelling and drawing and discovering their talents and nurturing their talents and in a positive and safe environment be able to celebrate imagination. And that was one of the things my good friend, Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con, <laughs> has done for, has contributed to the world. But this year, in the KCC's 14th year, as plans were going, full tilt boogie to their 14th year at the Bronx Community College. Like many of us, the rest of our creative community and business community and world community, the coronavirus stopped it in its tracks. There would be no comic, uh, Kids Comic Con this year if COVID-19 had anything to say about it. But our hero, Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con, he looked COVID in the face and said, oh, hell no. <laughs> His team of dedicated creatives, he figured out a way to put Kids Comic Con up at a distance. But more than that, the 14th year of Kids Comic Con should be subtitled The Comics Con That Never Ends. Because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out today that if you have kids, you can take them to the Comic Con whenever you need to. Because it's up and it's staying up, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you a little bit about what's in that Comic Con. Is there safe and positive content for little kids? Yes. Medium-sized kids? Yes. For older kids? Yes. For ancient kids like Alex and me? Oh, hell yes. Never miss a shot. Never miss no. a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Never do There's 
<laughs> There's a little something there for everybody that is positive and interesting and fair and giving. It reminds us how generous the creative community can be. Oh, yeah. And it offers activities. Mom, Dad, Aunt Petunia, any yeah. of you who are out there yeah. and say, oh, I love these kids, but I just want to sit for a minute. I just... You know what? I need a cup of coffee. I have to run to the ladies' room. Whatever it is you need a little break for. I think the kids' Comic Con, the con that never ends, is something that will become very useful to you. You may find something that one of the, you know, one of your, your little ones really loves. There's a couple of uh, stories in there. I know uh, me and the goddess read a story. And uh, hopefully somebody out there. Oh, I went through a puberty there. Hopefully, um, <laughs> hopefully somebody out there it'll become a favorite story for them. And uh, it was a good one through the generosity of Kids Comic Con. It is there anytime you need it. So without further ado, that's right. No ados involved. No. Alex Simmons, the co-host of uh, Tell the Damn Story, is stepping aside. And Alex Simmons. Creator of Kids Comic Con. What a big sacrifice that made. 14th year <laughs> becoming the con that never ends. He's going to talk to us today. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello. Let's hear from Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con. How are you, Alex? Oh, uh, gee, I'm, I'm really, really fine. Thank you, Chris and, and, and Alex, for inviting me onto the show. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question, just to make sure. Oh, goodness. Did I give you a big enough build up i i'm i'm i want to go out and meet me now <laughs> <You know? laughs> all right so my goodness i'm gonna ask a bunch of questions hopefully that will help everyone um who is interested to uh oh oh i want to i want to check this out first of all could you give us a, a like a thumbnail sketch of the concept behind kids comic-con Oh, sure. So uh, the short condensed version is that a number of years ago, the cons were going very, very much more focused towards mature content, a lot of violence, sex, you know, blah, 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 complex stories. And kids were losing out. They were they were sort of being left way behind on the trip. And so I really felt that that's a bad thing, because one of the things that comics served uh, you know, was to not only entertain kids, but they're reading. It was really stimulating their reading, stimulating their imagination. So I asked around, tried to find cons that wanted to be a part of it. And there was hesitation. So uh, I was talking to a gentleman named Eugene Adams at Bronx Community College. We were talking about kids and comics and all that. And he said, well, you know, how would that look if you did a con? And I told him and he said, well, how about we do it here? And so what we did was created. Yeah, we created this convention that is specifically focused for family and kids, or kids and family, that, that works either way, where doesn't matter what the age of the person is, the material on the tables is appropriate for young children. They can see it, or even if they're not interested in it, it's not gonna be, again, the extreme end of more mature, more adult material. And that the right. artists are there, so even if a child comes up and doesn't or can't buy anything, the child has questions or wants to understand something about how you create or how you draw, how you do, that they will happily sit with the kids, explain things to them. We have workshops that are free. We have panels that are free, demonstrations that are free, games that are free, all of these things that we do to help children feel this is a place for them. This is a place where they can 
not only learn about comics and games and puppetry and all how these things are done, but also just enjoy them and just have a really fun mm -hmm. moment of childhood where they don't have to be uh, older or they don't have to be more wise or they don't have to be wealthy in order to have a good time. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that I, one of the, the side things that I always appreciated at a kid's Comic Con is that um, kids could walk right up to creators, see them drawing mm -hmm. or working, or they would do demonstrations or they would talk to them. Um, well, we saw one year, I think it was last year, uh, a kid who wasn't much older than them uh, doing puppetry you know and that kind of stuff and one of the things that is not said about kids comic-con not comic-con the message it sends the kids is that oh people do this and i can too mm, mm -hmm. you know and that idea that that witnessing other human beings being all the human beings that might look like you, you know, um, doing the things that you love makes that connection. And I think it, it gives them like um, a passage across the border from just taking it into, oh, I can, I can go there too. I can mm -hmm. do this. I can be there. I can dream, which is, there's no price you can put on that. You know, no, no. it's one of the most powerful things that come out of kids' comic con. Now, this year, because of the coronavirus, you know, I do this blog called um, Pandemic Pluses. Mm -hmm. This is going to have to be one of them because it's as horrible and terrible and, and just devastating as this has been. You keep seeing little things happen that show that the human spirit will not be denied. And, and this year's Kids Comic Con is one of those. Oh. You know, I'm not gonna, this is Alex Simmons, creator of Kids Comic Con, <laughs> saying, I'm not gonna let the kids down. And by doing that, there's an opportunity now for Kids Comic Con to reach a wider audience than it has ever had before. Because you don't have to go to the lovely and beautiful Bronx Community College. And if you're in the area and if you've never visited Bronx Community College, even if just for the Hall of Presidents or for any of the other beautiful things that are there, go for the view. It's a gorgeous place, gorgeous place. Um, now it's coming to you, mm. you know, coming to everybody. So let's talk about the features, the events, the activities. Um, and yeah, we want you to drop some names. Who was there and what did they have to offer? What, you know, or a creative who's watching this, who says, you know what, I'm gonna send this to my sister. She got those little kids. She needs, oh man, this is gonna be great. You know, I'm gonna share this and that. Let's tell them what they can get by going to, you know what, you're gonna tell us that too. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about where you go up front, and we'll talk about it at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Where can people go to check out the 14th Kids Comic Con? This year, the con that never ends. Where can they go and find this? Well, the, the easiest... Oh, Alex, it is. 
Yeah, the easiest place for them is uh, going to, uh, on Facebook, go to the Kids Comic Con Facebook page. Because we have all of the uh, interviews, the, the uh, demos and things like that, they're all there on that page uh, in, in a sort of a compact order, right? It's just like scroll down and you get to this, 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 and this. And the links are there. So you'll see a banner for someone's name like uh, Afua Richardson. Uh, Afua Richardson is a comic artist, and she, um, when at one of the conventions, she gave us tips on, you know, for kids on, on how to approach being an artist and, and some, you know, some things about what it's like to want to draw and be. So fine, you see Afua's banner, you click on the link below, and boom, there's Afua talking to the kids about, you know, inspiration and, and wanting to be an artist. Uh, we had um, a Jersey Drode. I always pronounce his name wrong. It's D-R-O-Z-D. Jersey is a cartoonist uh, and a really, really great guy. He does a whole workshop. He does a whole workshop on how to draw characters, and it's really fantastic. Well, you know, Jersey's name is there. You click on that, and Jersey's right there. We had spell that Jersey one more time because Jersey. Like right, they both have Z's. So Jersey bought both Z's. So it's J-E-R-Z as in zebra, Y, Jersey, and his, his last name is Drodes, or Drode. I, I always get it wrong, but it's D as in David, R-O-Z as in zebra, D as in David. And, and a link he's Jersey, cool like that. Yeah, he's cool like that. You know, it's like ZZ, ZZ Talks, we got ZZ here. Um, mm -hmm. and, and again, every one of these has, you know, uh, their link to their website and everything also. But we also had, because it's not just comics, we had um, voiceover talents. We had oh. Marty uh, Grabstein, I want to pronounce that properly, who was the voice of Courage the Cowardly Dog for Cartoon Network. And we had the lovely, vivacious, friendly, open-hearted, warm, and wonderfully talented Veronica Taylor, who for eight years was the voice of Ash in Pokemon. Wow. And the wonderful interview that Mike Lopez did with him. Mike has an, an, an event called uh, Incredicon. He interviewed the two of them, and they talk about not only what it's like to do voiceover work, but also, you know, as kids, what did they want to be when they grew up? What mm -hmm. growing up was like? Some of the, you know, pursuing acting in order to become better as as a performer. So all these things are in there. So it's not just, oh, I draw such and such a book, or yes, it's fun doing the voice of this cartoon character. It's also about as people and as human beings, as a, as a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, this is what I dreamed of, this is what I went after, this is how I did it, and here's what I do. You know, it was all great stuff like that. And there's more, there's so much more. There are more names we'll talk about. Uh, but these are the things that have, oh, puppetry. Let's, let's just grab that category. So those are the three main categories we had there. It's comics, uh, puppetry, and voiceover. Uh, we had two people there, the really, really fun, um, uh, intelligent, and I'm trying to come up with fewer adjectives because I got a bunch of intelligent, warm, wonderful, Noel McNeil, who, uh, as a puppeteer for many years, was not only with Sesame Street, but he was also um, puppeteer on Between the Lions, right? And he was Bear in Bear in the Big Blue House, oh, right? And, I met him at one of the previous uh, comic cons. Right, right. So Noel's there, and Noel does a whole thing about puppetry and how to create puppetry, even small puppets, like with paper and things like that. So you have that. And then we have she who is without, I mean, without a doubt, the most energized, talented, wonderful, funny, uh, warm-hearted human beings that I've ever met on the planet, 
or two or three others to begin with. Uh, Leslie Carrera Rudolph. Leslie is, is love and fun embodied. And she is not only a puppeteer on Sesame Street, she is Abby Cadabby, but she has her own puppet called Lolly Lard Pop. Got to say that carefully, Lolly Lard Pop. And Leslie is on and she talks about all kinds of things. She's also one of the co-hosts. So she's talking to some of the artists and she's making people laugh and she and Noel talk about their lives. So there's so much, not only artistry and fun going on, but also imagination, creativity, spontaneous creativity and play that's going on there too. That just again shows what it's like to grow up wanting to do something, be something, create something that's, that's good for people and how your imagination is a big part of that. All right, so... And I didn't even see yeah, Kids Comic on Facebook page. Right, sorry. Just wanted to repeat that. So someone's interested, and they go to Kids Comic... They go to Facebook, and then they search Kids Comic Con. And it's... Kids Comic Con, right. KKK or KCC? Oh, definitely not KKK. No. Never... Never would see that. Would it K? Comic. Let me be very clear about that. No. Okay. It's KC, right? Kids K Comic C Con C. Okay. So they go, they find that page, and they click in. How much money does it cost to participate in this Kids Comic Con? Okay. So I'll show you by holding up my hand. And what do you see in my hand? It's going to be. This is going to be an audio podcast? That's right. So you can say, what's in my hand? There's nothing in the hand. Ladies. That's exactly There's right. nothing in the hand because the Kids Comic Con is free for nothing. All yep. you need is to come in with a little interest and have some fun and let your kids uh, experience some new ideas and draw a drawing or make a little finger puppet or whatever. You know, one of the things that I love so much about the idea that anybody, Go on Facebook and go Kids Comic Con, K I D S C O M I C C O N, Kids Comic Con. Like and then Mouse. go and for yeah. free experience yeah. all of this positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I just love the idea that, you know, you could go and experience it and say, wow, that's great, and call your friend up and say, you know, that kid you have. Sit them down in front of that. We we you, know? you mentioned this this you mentioned this earlier about you know how we were able to go to a wider audience doing it this way. The the also the wider participants uh, line sort of opened up for us too, or the border opened up for us because also what we have is we have interviews and we have interviews with two uh, artists who are in other countries. So, yeah, so we have... Do you, know, do you remember the uh, artists in the I'm country? I'm sorry. Or is that too much? Do you remember the artists in the country? Yeah, I was about to tell you. Yeah, I was just about to tell you. Hey! <laughs> yeah, see, I share. I'm just all about the sharing, right? So we have Marguerite oh, de Camp. beautiful episode. Yeah, thank you. Um, Marguerite is a, a, not only a comic artist in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, not on Amsterdam Avenue here in New York, but in Amsterdam, right. in the Netherlands, you know, but she is also... Um, and I'm going to get this wrong. She she is the she's not the ambassador, but she is. Uh, there's a there's a Marguerite. I'm sorry. I'll have to listen to your interview again to get the right title. But in effect, she is like an ambassador for all of the cartoonists of the Netherlands. She was given an honorary position to represent comics and cartoons in the Netherlands and all That's the artists. Cool. 
So in, in effect, we got to speak to a car, comics and cartoon ambassador in another country. That's very cool. Yep. And who's the other person? Uh, well, before that, she does. She did a workshop for the kids too. So she has two children working with her doing this workshop. Ah, she, that was cool. another thing. And the other artist. And again, they get to now, you know, an added benefit. They get to go international. Yeah. You know, a kid, a, a kid or a parent who signs on a Facebook and goes to kids Comic Con for free. Yeah. They get to go into that. They get That's to meet cool. somebody in another country, and yet it all ties cool. into comics and imagination and caring. Um, the other uh, international artist is Jeremy Singi, S-I-N-G-I. And Jeremy is a comic and graphic novel, uh, graphic novel artist in the Congo, in, in Congo, in, in, in Africa. So, wow. yes. Very cool. Yes. And, and Jeremy, you know, I, I get to interview Jeremy. I met Jeremy two years ago at a big comic convention in Russia. And he was working on a graphic novel at that time, which had he, in his illustrations and in the story, he had a lot of celebrity, American celebrities in his story that he was doing oh, a lot of cool. about. So like Elvis Presley, uh, Rihanna, um, uh, Obama's cool. in there, a bunch of other you know characters are in there. So he was working on it. He finished it last year and published it. And it's gone to several countries. He's traveled to China and other places. That's very cool. With his book. So he talks a little bit about that as well. And it was uh, it, the funny thing, kids, is you know you talk about, you know, uh, oh, I, I don't know, maybe my English isn't very good, or or maybe I, I meet somebody, I'm a little shy, and I have trouble talking to them. Well, Jeremy's primary language is French, which is the language I failed the most in junior high school. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I was I was not speaking French to Jeremy. I didn't have it, and he has some English. So it was an interesting back and forth, just us working to understand each other and share his experience and his life there. And he loves where he lives, but he also loves to go off to other countries and share what he does. So that's great. So again, yeah. people get to see that. And um, there is a direct uh, correlation to uh, the Congo from the Tell the Damn Story uh, staff. I don't know if you know that. No, go ahead. Well, my sister recently did Ancestry.com, and we are less than 1% from the Congo. <laughs> we'll have to talk to your sister on the show sometime. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she was, well, we, you know, my mom always said that, you know, she was half uh, Spanish. Uh, from Spain to Cuba and then all that. And there's a little bit of that in there, but not as much. You know, once again, she exaggerated. Uh, but then the big shock was there was, um, we were 1% from three different African countries. Uh, wow. And Congo was one of them, which was just, you know, in hearing this, hey, we're related. No wonder all you right. belong so well. <laughs> yes. So um, do you have stories up on uh, Kids Comic Con? Yeah, we have. Funny you should ask. Funny I should. <laughs> and, and, and you know, for people are going, this is tell the damn story. What is the story telling? Well, you know, we're going to finish talking about some of the things that happened at the con and some of the things that are there at the con, right. and then I'll tell you why this all makes so much sense here. But to answer your question, Chris, uh, yes, this wonderful couple, uh, and and the the husband in this couple happens to be a writer. This wonderful couple and a good-looking fella. This wonderful couple, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this wonderful couple actually came on, and the husband uh, had to, wrote this book, this children's book, that, little mystery book. That good-looking fella, he wrote it. The the, the husband wrote uh, <laughs> this wonderful book, 
what I'm calling the an Agnes um, Agnes Ferguson mystery. And I know there's going to be a series. Margaret. Margaret. Margaret, not Agnes. Agnes Ferguson. Yes. Well, see, Margaret Agnes. I remember the Agnes. I'm not sure why. Maybe Margaret. Agatha. Named here. after the author's grandmother. Yeah. Ah, <coughs> he has a, he has the Margaret uh, Agnes Ferguson mysteries, and and he he has a, a wonderful little uh, young young Margaret Agnes working on a mystery story. He wrote that some time back, uh, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wrote it a few years ago. And his wife, who's a lovely person, I mean, she's she's just so wonderful. She's like a goddess. Anyway, she's this one and, person. That's, yeah. that's how I refer to her. As yeah, that's, how, that's how you refer to his wife. Okay, interesting. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. This this wonderful couple uh, not only sat down <laughs> in their living room and said, let's do something for this event, but they took his book and she, who also functions as, uh, she was a teacher, but she's not a library. She, she read the book to the kids, yeah. him holding up and showing the illustrations that went with it. And, and I really want to thank these people on air here. I want to thank, uh, wait a minute, I've got his name right <coughs> on here. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, oh, yeah. And that was Joe Schmo. Yeah, <laughs> Chris and Tina Ryan. I just really want to thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Did, you guys did a really great job reading that to the kids. It, it, it had a romper room moment for me. That, that's what well, it, you know, say. we went with our strengths. You know, the goddess was a uh, uh, pre-K uh, teacher for 32, 33 years, something like that. And uh, now as a librarian, and she's begun to do story time, uh, a library assistant, she's begun to do story time there as well. Um, so she's very well versed in how to present and all that stuff. And um, I can hold things up, see? So, you know. We yeah, went with our things up. That's nice. I can hold things up. Yeah. So while she I read, I would hold it. up the illustrations. And what I didn't tell her was I tried to angle it so you could still see her and then the illustration to the side, <laughs> you know, because uh, the goddess is shy. But yeah, you can get to see the goddess, which is really cool. Um, but, you know, again, the idea was how can we contribute, you know, and give a couple of minutes just to catch a breather, you know. Yeah. And uh, it would be wonderful if they, you know, goddess is so easy on the ears. And uh, uh, maybe the kids get, oh, can we see that again, please? That would be beautiful. Um, but again, and I know it sounds like a pitch, but the, the story that we're telling is a story of, you know, um, a chance to reclaim sanity, a chance for a break, a chance for positive reinforcement and for encouraging imagination the chance for parents and kids to experience something that may, you know, we've been at this quarantine for so long and here's something new and it doesn't cost anything. And, you know, Hey, you know what, if you like what you see, like the page, follow the page and you know, other stuff comes up, you'll know about it. It doesn't cost anything. No, there's no hidden fee. There's no after fee. And there's it's no not, lines. <laughs> yeah, it's not free for the first 30 days. No, it's just if you want it, there it is. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Well, thank so you. let me um, let me just throw in one other thing that just very quickly the the other the other level of the story or another chapter within the story. And I'll make this very brief, but it's so important. We talked about this in terms of you know people being stuck in the house and 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 the inspiration and stuff dying out or drying up or you know you you, you get depressed or whatever. Here was. The word went out, and all of these creatives who went, this is something I can do. I can do this. I can do that. I can do 
and they they rushed to. I mean, people recorded their own stuff, or we came together on a on a on a uh, online and recorded things. But you should see. Um, I'm going to throw up on the page. I'm not, that sounded wrong. I'm going to put up or upload on a doodle that we all did online on this on this uh, this uh, whiteboard. While we were talking, we all did it on the same way. It was like a bunch of kids suddenly discovering they could do finger painting. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, I'll, throw, I'll put it up so people can see it. But this is the thing. It's as creatives, we have superpower. We really do. We have this amazing ability to conjure up stuff, fun stuff, crazy stuff, imaginative stuff, scary stuff, whatever. We can conjure it up. That is a strength. And when you pull the right people together, it just, it's, that's the story that we can do this. We can do this. And other people there, you know, call on your imagination, call on your improvisational ability to come up with things to do to help you get out of the funk or be distracted from the funk for a while, to beat the heck out of the funk, you know, if you want to. It's doable because a lot of good people have done it. So anyway, you had a question. Well, no, I, I mean, I was going in a similar vein, you know, and, um, it was uh, one more time we're going to say, go, go to Facebook and check out Kids Comic Con and see if there's something that you think kids will like and share with them because that's the entire goal. Mm. You know, the first goal, uh, Alex, you had when you first created Kids Comic Con was to give kids a place to go where they would, the content would be safe for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you achieved that beautifully. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think we've, you know, without giving a thought of how is this going to benefit Kids Comic Con? And how is it going to be, you know, here's the truth about Kids Comic Con. Alex makes zero money out of it. He doesn't do any, no salary, nothing. It's just love and thinking that kids should have a place to be and to imagine. And in trying to not let a year go by without Kids Comic Con, you've created something that You know, now it's up to you out there. Now it's word of mouth. Go and spread the word and let people that you know with kids go and experience it for themselves. And hopefully there's some stuff there that you will not only enjoy, but you'll love. And, man, you can't say enough good stuff about that, which is why I'm making such a fuss about you today. Um, So we're we're going to talk a little bit about behind the scenes. Yeah, okay. uh, and then we'll wrap up. So you want to tell some behind-the-scenes story about this particular year? Oh, yeah. Okay, so first off, um, from the bottom of my heart, I've, I've got to say, you know, thank you, God bless, you know, bow, kneel, kiss rings for Maureen Britt, for Eugene Adams, for Leslie Carrera-Rudolph, for Juan Espinosa, um, for every one of the artists that you'll see on that list, uh, when you go to KCC, to our Kids Comic Con Facebook page, and you, you run down that list, thank you for putting those kind of people on the planet, because it doesn't matter what I conjure up. If those folks like yourself, Chris, did go, sure, I'm there, roll up your sleeves, let's do this. If that didn't happen, I'd be sitting here with some nice ideas, but zip, and the kids wouldn't have what they have. So uh, in, in approaching some of these folks, I mean, some of it was... Like, again, overseas, how are we going to do this? A time zone, blah, 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 blah. That was one. Um, I guess, I guess I'm trying to think of, you know, what would be, you know, an example of, 
of just the amazing aspects. I mean, just behind the scenes, is, you know, sometimes technology messes with you. And I'm just going to say that we had our ups and downs with that. And the bottom line of it, again, people coming together and working to make that possible. My, my computer froze at one point. So somebody else jumped in there and did something else. Leslie and, and, and uh, Noel did some wonderful stuff, uh, improvisational stuff with the puppets and everything while there was another snack. So you can, you know, we got past a, a lot of the little hiccups and things. Because folks, and all those things that you're talking about, all the content is on the page? It's on the page, yep. All of it's on the page. You know, we, we have, um, and that was another thing. That was another thing, you know, story-wise. I think a, a number of these people said to me at various times, you know, and again, we're talking about people from different countries, different mm-hmm. ethnicities, different genders, different religious beliefs. A number of them said, oh, when I was a kid, I used to. You know, or this reminds me of. Or my grandfather used to read to me. There were these moments, these very human moments, when what we were trying to do was, I would say, was, was somewhat fueled not only by open hearts, but by the fact that it took them back to their childhood, to a special moment in their childhood or a good feeling from their childhood. And they went, it was almost like, I want to share that. I want to, I want to make that possible for another child. You know, it was, it's really about remembering that we're we're more alike than we are different, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a bridge we need to cross more often than not. Is is you know when when somebody who's born in, and raised in Amsterdam who's very different from me has a similar childhood memory or experience, and we can we can talk about that and smile about that, and it connects us. So we want to do something positive for other people. That's that's a lot of what was happening behind behind the lines here. Uh, Veronica Taylor is this remarkable, uh, talented, busy voiceover actress, and I hadn't spoken to her in months. Maybe I think it's almost a year. And I called her, and the moment I said what what, what I was trying to do, she was there. She was absolutely right there, you know. And and uh, Mike reached out to Marty, and so and so reached out to so and so, and there was a couple of people who could not do an interview or um, a demonstration online on the day of. Okay, Alice, I'll work something out. You know, Akinsey did this wonderful string of drawings showing how um, how you color black and white art, right? But the artist wow, before, very cool. yeah, the artist before him did the sketch. So Sean Atkinson did the sketch of our kids Comic Con characters. And then pass that on to Akeem, who did this wonderful layered series of drawings, and he gave it to me as individuals, but I also put it together in a um, uh, PowerPoint, which is actually going up in a moment now with the individual arts there. But it shows the progress, you know. So it's like two different locations, but how do we make this work? How do we work together? And that's another thing that was about. How do we work together? Maureen working with Juan to figure out some of the technology. Um, uh, Jersey, who's in the Midwest, working on something there and then bringing it to, down to us. You know, oh, and, and you know, once again, I'm very excited about this. You can tell in my voice. Uh, it, is, it is wonderful to put all this together. When we, when we opened up the show yesterday, everybody was like, you know, play, playful and nutty and everything, and then the energy was there. The other fuel to that was the people's reactions. You know, the, the comments that were coming in, the, the, the children who asked for this, um, uh, even afterwards, getting some some comments and emails from people saying, "This is great. You should do this again." Or, "Or my daughter, this." You know, we had somebody write who said, 
it may sound terrible, but could you maybe do this later in the day? Because my niece is in Alaska and my, 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 my I think it was uh, another member of the family was in another country. And I'm going, you know, I, I can't because then it would be, you know, it'll be four o'clock in the afternoon for them, but it'll be like three in the morning for other people. We can't quite do that. However. Yeah. Now they can all see it. Right. Because it's evergreen. So, yeah, they can go there it's, now. And we, we have to say this very carefully so we don't break a copyright, but it's the con that never ends. Yes, this is true. This 24-7, wherever you are, Anchorage, Honolulu, Detroit, Michigan, South Serbia. Bend, Indiana, <laughs> anywhere, you know, Congo, where apparently some of me comes from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anywhere. You can come and check this out, and it's really cool. Um, I'm thrilled by I love um the idea of creatives sharing their art, you know, without, I mean, is it possible that someone sees this and says, oh, I want to see more from that person and purchase some book or something? That's great, fine. But there's no sale here. There's no, no. There's not a, a time in the con where anyone is saying, and to find out how this story ends, buy it. No, none of that happens. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing to celebrate. It's a great way to tell the, the damn, it was really fun to tell the damn story of this uh, con that never ends, the Kids Comic Con, with Kids Comic Con creator, Alex Simmons. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go to Facebook. Check out, especially if you have kids, or if you know people who have kids, or if you want or to be kids, like a kid, or yeah. if you like stuff for kids, yeah. or uh, if you like the stuff that is for the kid in you, Kids Comic Con has so much material available to you uh, for free on the Facebook page. Ah, that's the damn story for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Take care, man. Thank you. Cool. Take care. All right. I'll see you on Facebook at the Kids Comic Con page. <laughs> Alex Simmons. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace. <laughs>